Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 28th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing good. It's eventful night over here at the Johnson household. What does that mean? What happened? We took uh, baby asleep. Yeah, we took the baby outside and enjoy a sunset outside, and you know, sun's going down. Baby's having a grand old time. Like all the sounds you can see, she's just like yeah, she's just you know discovering the world around her, and sure. uh, and Violet catches a baby bunny. Oh man, the circle of life all like in front of yeah. uh, the baby. <laughs> yeah. Get, there you go. So I had, to, well, I had to take care of the baby bunny tonight. So what's the process there? What do you do? Do you bring it inside? How does that work? No, I don't bring the baby bunny inside. The bunny. I don't. Did the bunny. dog bring it in? <laughs> no. uh, like uh, against we, your will? <laughs> she dropped it. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, it was on its last legs. So. Are you nursing back to health? No. Or are you just okay? <laughs> it was not right. not at that stage. Just give it a proper burial. Pro- What's, what are we proper talking burial? About? Yeah. Okay. All right. That is very exciting. I thought, <laughs> you know, we started with the fact that you went outside. I was like, well, that what passes for eventful these days is a pretty low bar. But okay, good. You, you're burying you know wildlife. You know, you're bringing your own child into the nature. Getting you know making that one with nature. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. There. Exciting night. I'm just, I'm a little, I need some smelling salts. Not very exciting over here. I fell asleep putting my kid to bed. I'm just kind of in like a fugue state at the minute. So did, please excuse did you, anything or, I said. Do you think you fell asleep before the kid did? I, oh, yeah, for sure. Do you think Yeah. Do you think the kid looked at you and realized you were asleep? And <laughs> this just, dope is going down. Just went, yeah. Went to sleep. Yeah. Probably played around in his room for 20 minutes and got back in bed. Yeah, I was just there. Out, when did like you wake light. up? What woke you up? I don't know. I woke up. I saw a text from you. You go, ready? It's like, oh, yeah, five, five minutes. And there we are, like 40 minutes later, you know? I'm still a little out of it. So uh, that's what you got on tap. Coming, audience. There, there you go. Um, that's the prep. Right. That's our prep. I was bearing a bunny and Brendan was sleeping. <laughs> You know, before I went to sleep, all right, we're going to talk positive, maybe. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm positive. Sleep, this is, I'm all positive these days. I was watching, I was watching the, the FedEx Cup, the PMW Championship, and oh, Brandel Chibley in the postgame show, I posted this to Instagram, said that the FedEx Cup is the, uh, approximates major championship pressure. Go, get out of here. The final round, 
major championship pressure on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All four days. It's it's the closest. It simulates it. Simulates it. So, uh, I don't know. I think he was talking about the guy in first and playing for money. Tyler Duncan's major tested uh, material now. We we know that he can get it done if he's ever in contention on a Sunday at, at the Masters. <laughs> That's we, true. Uh, hey, he, he got it done <laughs> the first point. first round of the FedEx Cup. He didn't back down. Hideki just point. tracked him down. Yeah, you, poke, you just kind of poked a hole in that theory. Another one I got to complain about. They are like pumping up these putts on Thursday afternoon as if it's like some Olympic sprinter who's been training four years and he's got like a 10 second sprint coming up. And it was homeless hubs, Mark Hubbard putting on 18 and they're putting the graphic. He's going to go from 30 to 21 if he makes this putt. I was like, well, I mean, there's 54 holes to play. It is one of many, many strokes yet to come. And they are building the drama for this putt on Thursday with projected, this will like, could be a life-changing putt, as if it's like the Olympics. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it, there could be, you know, 150 sh- strokes in the next three days. That are of similar consequence. I just don't understand. I get maybe doing that late Saturday night. I get certainly get doing it on Sunday. But the way they were building the drama for these putts on Thursday is just it doesn't. It's not reflective of reality on the ground. You know what, Brendan? I'm not going to let you take away from the a day of basking and and the glory of of, of a firm setup. And I have to All say. Right. I give the PGA Tour setup crew a lot of hey. shit. A lot. Yeah, you do. They have you done do. a wonderful job the last two weeks. I think they, they took control. They usually take control of golf course two weeks out, and they uh-huh. have done a spectacular job. I've never seen Olympia Fields play like this. Um, wow. You know. Yeah, my my buddies were telling me, giving, giving you shit on text messages, like, Andy, talking about this place is going to be carved up. It's like they, you know, shoved it right on down your throat. I think they were just having fun, but you know, you were not anticipating it being this challenging. There was wind. I just, there was wind. It was Thursday. windy and it was really firm. And we saw the yeah. virtues of a firm golf course today. Sure, it uh, separated the leaderboard. It made finding the fairway very important. It yeah. it also it pr- proved to be. I don't know. I don't have data in front of me, but the eye test definitely screamed that it defended the bomb and gouge method of playing golf like if you hit it 40 yards and you were uh-huh. 40 yards in the rough from the green and uh it was you know the pins were tucked you could not hit the ball and you couldn't get stop a ball even from the fairway you couldn't get the the requisite spin to hit a lot of flags if you're too close to the to the green so it just showed why every single tournament, the reality of tournament golf and the reality of weather is like it's going to be very rare that you get perfect weeks of weather leading up to a tournament and perfect week of weather during a tournament that you're going to get conditions like we saw today. But why not try every single week mm-hmm. for it? Don't like Boston could have been the exact well, same way. It wouldn't have been as challenge as it would have been a different type of challenging golf, but we would have seen a more interesting golf tournament had it been like that last week instead of the pillow that they played on it was this it was so 
entertaining to watch. One of the things I was thinking about while I was watching it um, today was about how when you have it set up this way, it brings variety of scoring, which makes the telecast more interesting. You get guys putting for birdies. You get guys putting for pars. You get guys, you're like, oh, this guy might make a double here because he screwed up. You know, you get all this, a wider range of scores when the golf course is firm than you do when it's soft. Everybody's just making pars and birdies when it's soft. Well, and that's more interesting when you get a wider range, more variety of scoring. I'm glad you pulled this back into the positive, me bitching about the the drama of every putt, because it was great to watch today. Do you think there's any intrigue in the variety from week to week, though? Do you think there's... Well, you're going to get it because of the natural weather, is my point. So you should try and get this every week. But you know the reality is like, you're going to go to New Orleans, it's going to rain every time. It rains every time you're in New Orleans, (laughs) right? Tuesday finish. It might rain tomorrow at Olympia Fields, and we might only get two days of this. Um, you know, it, it, it rained in Boston last week on Saturday. Right. So the reality is like you very rarely get perfect weather weeks, but you can get a couple days of great, you know, great this type and then have two days of that. If the weather just doesn't work out like in Houston or New Orleans or places or Florida, even like we saw it even with Bay Hill was great because it was firm and windy. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, when you get those perfect weeks, it shouldn't be soft like it was last week. One thing I just, I, I know you communicated it pretty clearly on our Monday recap of last week, but because I'm just seeing it a lot that today, uh, or in response to some of the scores, like, you're not going to see any minus 30 today, no 30 under this week. Like, can we just pump the brakes? Like, DJ won by double digits. Yeah. It, it, it is. It was like it wasn't everybody. I think Scheffler's fifty nine kind of threw out a whack, and then everybody thought that was just like everybody was shooting thunder thirty under. What we saw last week was one of the greatest talents of all time, and certainly one of the best talents of this era, playing maybe the best tournament of his life. Like that's what we saw, and that was cool. It was cool that he to, to watch that to watch him do that now it was softer than it should have been of course but not everybody was shooting 30 under i just want that point the way we are framing last week versus this week yes it was soft scoring was much easier but also not everybody was shooting 30 under last week yeah and like Wyndham's another example like Wyndham would be an amazing tournament if they played in the fall when it was drier there but the reality is they play in the summer in north carolina it's always gonna rain sure. So, like, that's sure. a tournament that's never going to be firm, right? So yep. you're going to get yep. natural variety just from allowing the weather, which is completely random, to dictate your conditions. But when it's going to be perfect and you can have the firm course, the because it all of a sudden looked like a playoff atmosphere, you know, beyond just the <laughs> announcers telling us that it's a yeah. playoff, because the golf course... Was standing up and you're like, holy shit! You have to hit a perfect shot to to get you know make a birdie. Well, I don't. Yeah, I agree. Maybe there you, you think it's all weather, but maybe there's there's intrigue in going from that whatever last week was to this week. Just variety, like a like a 
Well, guess what? AFC title game that's in the snow and then a a Super Bowl that's in a perfect dome kind of thing. For I I don't know. Brendan, where are we going? Where are we going next week? East Lake, Atlanta in yeah in August. Yeah, it'll be soft. Guess what? It's gonna be soft. You're guaranteed that as long as East Lake's in this in the summer, you're guaranteed a soft setup. Last question on that: Do you think that the setup this week or the conditioning over the last six to seven days was done in any kind of reaction to what happened in Boston? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to talk to somebody there, but uh-huh. I maybe they maybe they decided, hey, we aren't going to water after what happened last week. Like you know, like but yeah, I'll I'll tell you this. It you know from what I've heard and the you know. It, it the golf course is twice as firm as it ever gets for the membership. Interesting, interesting. Now this that is not I, this is not a golf course that gets pushed like some of the great golf courses around Chicago. Like you know, you go play Chicago golf or Shore Acres tomorrow with the weather we've had, and that place is like a nuclear, like you know, like the yeah. ball hits and bounces twenty feet in the air. Um, the Olympia Fields is usually like a pillow every every week so okay but it's okay. twice as firm as what they typically keep it at interesting um they mentioned something about the rough end been cut since last wednesday i've just so that's what put that in my head maybe maybe there was some reactive reactiveness to that what was happening in boston they decided to all right, we need to do something. I, I don't know. I, I doubt that's the case, but that was the only reason that maybe popped into my head. It's interesting they were, the telecast was blowing up the rough because during that Wednesday thing, right, right, I, right. Max Hoba was like, you know what? The rough's not very bad. It's pretty pretty manageable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally what they sat were <laughs> And then like, you get on the telecast just like, oh, this rough is just awful. <laughs> but yeah, PGA Tour yeah. player just being like, you know, this rough's not very bad, not bad at all. What they were saying though is, how about that? They, oh, this is purple. It's already on the edge. They had the huh. last green of the day. <laughs> and now you never know with some of these guys, is, you know, the relative universe they operate in or the reality, actual reality. Is it actually firm and purple today? Sort of would shade more towards that. That is the reality on the ground. We'll see if uh, if the players put their thumb on the scale. If they, they well. It's Do you a, think that could happen? Yeah. Do you think the tour freaks out tonight? Like, hey, this is the playoffs. We got to see some guys shoot sixty-five and sixty-six. From what no? I under what I've looked at on the weather, it is not supposed to rain. Okay. It, it's possible, okay. but it, it looked like it was going to miss there. So we'll see tomorrow. If it's markably like way softer, we'll know. Okay. Um, Hideki Matsuyama is your leader. He shot a 67, three under. Tyler Duncan, the aforementioned Tyler Dunker, the, the least interesting man in golf. And we say that not as a pejorative. We just tried to find interesting things on him and we couldn't get anything. We I exhausted like a Google search. I exhausted a Google search on Tyler Duncan. I got to the yeah. pages where, are you sure you want to keep looking? Because we're going to start <laughs> serving you stuff that has like very stuff. very yeah. little loose association. Yeah. Uh, Harry Higgs making a push to get into that top 30. He's projected. Only three you know, guys right? under par. Par is a relative barometer this week, Brandon. That's a good point. What did they say? 
This is like the least players under par after a first round since Shinnecock but, uh, on tour. Well, but so I I got this PGA Tour notes thing like I get all the time to my email. And the scoring average. Are you talking about the scoring average? It's like the highest since like a month ago. No, work, uh, Memorial or something like that. No, they they sent me the, yeah, but they sent me this thing and uh, the there's only three players under par this week and their right. statistic is this is the least amount of players under par since Shinnecock first round of Shinnecock uh, onto opening round of Shinnecock and it says there were four players under par well that that means that there's still less players than that <laughs> if there was four at Shinnecock there's yeah. only three here so that yeah. stat that doesn't what I'm doesn't make that any now. sense that we need to go sense. further back. Keep going back. Maybe they, <laughs> I want to know. Maybe they wanted to. They wanted to quit at June the 2018. They're like, oh shit, we gotta close up shop. We gotta go get some deep dish. Let's just say, uh, yeah, Shinnecock. Did Four. somebody make like a late bogey that that it might have been answer answer, maybe. Oh, that could be. He did. Abraham he Prancer. He bogeyed one of his last three. Maybe they had that already written in there. <laughs> yeah, four four is greater than three, if I'm not mistaken. I wasn't I don't sure. Know I I screw up a lot of stuff like that, so <laughs> I didn't want to. I I just wanted to raise the question if I was right there. Uh, tough day for the Cameron zone. If we're talking about 18 hole projections, Cameron Champ and Cameron Smith and Kevin Streelman projected to move out in their place. Tyler Duncan and Mackenzie Hughes and Mark Hubbard. Oh man. There we go. Big stuff. There's no, the one round is, projections. Harry it's Higgs worse than on the for door. one round leaderboard update. <laughs> First round FedEx Cup projections. Well, this is what I was making fun of with Hubbard putt. They're shouting about it. So, uh, Any other thoughts on Olympia Fields? Or the first round. I mean, Tiger was. I think Tiger did. Tiger take a dive on purpose. Like I had enough of this. He bogeys last three. No, he. Did you see? Do you see him on the range before the round? And then yeah. did you see where he was Doing hitting those shots? Little, like, scoops. The little like half. What was that? What was that all about? He's clearly you know, working on something because the ball was going everywhere today. He had the left lefts going, which is a bad <laughs> left left is a horrible, horrible thing to have going in tournament golf. Well, maybe he's just like I don't, I, you know, he scratched around and had a score even par. He's like I don't want to play with this swing anymore, and he bogeys the last three. I'm not going to Atlanta, and that's it. He's done. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What Friday, Tiger right? could legit win this event because of the scores. Like this is a type of golf that he could win. Sure. You know, sure. like the the one of the things you see with the leaderboard just through one round, and this could be a complete overreaction. It could change. It could get softer, and this could really change. But it seems like just looking at the leaderboard, that distance was really mitigated by firmness. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. look at that, there are not a lot of big hitters up there. This is Tony Finau, who seemingly plays well in every single major championship, but. You look at the leaderboard and Hideki Hideki's long, but he's I would say he's he's more precise than he's long, right? He's yeah. not overpoweringly long. Tyler Duncan is not long. Mackenzie Hughes is not long. Harry Higgs is not long. Billy Horschel is not long. Lanto, I think he's long. Ba- All right. But Let's what just, about Bassey? Go through the whole field. 
Should we just do the whole field? Oh, I did want to. I wanted to talk about Maddie Fitz. He's playing in front of his hometown. Oh, crowd. hometown. <laughs> yeah, he's getting that home cooking. This is the least surprising thing ever. He's inside the top five. I'm kind of mad. You know, he's been playing like garbage the last couple weeks, and I should have known. Get if Wildcat gets back to his his territory. Gets back. He's got to be pissed. No fans. It would just be purple waves of like sea of purple outside the ropes. Had there been fans allowed this week, I will say. What's a, what's a Wildcat staying? Is it a den? Do they is it a den? What would you I say? At okay, I have no idea. No, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, I mean? Wildcat is that even a specific animal? Isn't that like a genre of animal? No, it's a specific animal. You know, Evanston High School is the Wild Kits. Oh, okay. Because you know Northwestern's in Evanston, so Wild Cats, sure. Wild Kits. Oh, <laughs> very creative. I like that. I like that. Um, of course, you know. Saying there's not a lot of fans, there do seem to be a lot of like VIPs out there wandering around. Every shot, there's these guys. I don't know if they're all the BMW dealers of America. These guys, I don't know, but there's all these people watching every shot outside the ropes. You know, as somebody was shouting about how nobody had masks on, which whatever. If you're outside outside the ropes, I, that's I mean, at the women's am we all had masks on. I'm not going to get into that now, but there's a lot of people out there in the background, and this is like you know a primo partner primo event where they started doing these like virtual proams and Q and As, and it just seems to be a lot of extras wandering around out there this week. Every shot. I I know a few volunteers this week, you know, that are, yeah, you know, they're yeah. sending me on the ground updates. Oh, good. And, uh, what, but anything spicy? No, nothing spicy yet. Just, yeah, you don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta keep it under wraps until something, <laughs> something big pops up, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, all right, let's do an ad read real quick. Let's do an ad read for our good friends, the wine guys. Smith Devra. I'm kind of mad I didn't win the birthday wine last week. Why would you win it? Josie should have won it. Oh, Josie. Yeah. Hey, how about how I mispronounced her middle name right out of the gate? (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) To give no one... Roam? Roam? (laughs) You ever heard of that Super Troopers? uh, Road. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. I mean, I just don't know. I'm bad at pronunciations, just to let everybody know. Even my co-host... Child, I'm struggling. I, I had it wrong. So, so you think she should have gotten the wine? You no, know, there wouldn't be no. any conflict of interest <laughs> or appearance of impropriety on that. No. Um, all right, Smith Devereaux, sdxwines.com/slash sgs. There we have our own landing page. The Friday Junior Three Pack. Uh, some of our favorites. I we ripped through a, a bottle of rosé. I saw that this week on in the Instagram. Backyard. That's a, that's, a, that's an artsy influencer like photo you took there. What do you mean? It was my. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just a. My many are baby saying it was rolling around many, on the ground with are, a bottle of wine next to her. Many are saying it was staged. It wasn't staged, but it was. I don't know if it was candid. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've, God. Popping me for that. What do you? T- so yeah, rosé season's winding down. Figured we had a chill. We ripped through that last week. It was like ninety degrees outside. So sdxwines.com slash sgs. Please support the, support uh, support a great partner of ours. Yes, they 
Join the wine club. Just to irritate you, join the wine club. We're going to do some drawings for wine club that we may give away an SGS blend. We're still working on that. (laughs) There are a lot of things in in the works. We did give away the coffee. We have that for later. We did. Yeah, guys, we gave away the five socks, the five mugs, the subscriptions today. Yeah, just that's done. (laughs) Totally random drawing for that. But uh, we're going to do some drawings for wine club members as well. Maybe an in-person wine tasting. Lots of things being discussed. So join the uh, Smith Devereaux Wine Club. Um, Let's get to the birthday for the week. All right. Who is it? It is a nomination from Charlotte McLaren for a birthday shout out for my husband, Moutre. Moutre. Moutre McLaren. What a name. It's a good, badass name. I wish my name was Moutre McLaren. Yep. That's a good name. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I got nothing. It's a fantastic name. It's an incredible loves- name. You could be anything with that name. Yeah, yeah. So this is from Charlotte. He could be like a race car driver. Moutre- he could be anything. McLaren could- coming around the corner. Yeah, what he is now is, you know, it's pretty underwhelming. Birthday winner. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, on a little golf somewhere. podcast. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so Moutre McLaren, this is from his wife, Charlotte. He loves your podcast and listens religiously, as do all his friends. On his birthday, he will be golfing uh, in Mayakoba, where L2 Can will be his caddy. Whoa! He plans to leave an appropriate tip. Charlotte is in the know. She is coached up on, uh, she's well aware of the, the controversy around L2 Can. He plans to leave an appropriate tip. A nice bottle of wine and a shout out would be an amazing way to cap off his nerdy golf dream day without causing any more pain to his wallet and or our finances. I'll add one more thing to that. I hope he gets uh-huh. a picture in the cave bunker. Oh, yeah. You got to get it. Yeah. That's one thing missing from that dream day. Sign, yeah, the shark. Shark put that cave out there for a reason. That's the, for you to go in there and take a picture. <laughs> I think that's why it's just, there. Just like Brendan's vacation or why <laughs> vacation or rose picture. Uh, oh, and now we have a separate email from Mutre. I just said, oh, he pronounced he provided pronunciation guide. It is Mutre. Mutre. Yeah, like a cow. Moo. Mutre. I ah, uh, love that name. Mutre. I McLaren. guess Charlotte. Charlotte is Tuesday the 25th, and he's Thursday the 27th. So it's a couple's bottle of wine. And he's, you, he's got L2, L2 can. Do you think they met at a, at a birthday party? Like, a, you know, they were having birthday parties, the same bar or something? Uh, it is kind of an easy small talk facilitator, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's your birthday with your friends, my birthday too. And there we go. Now they're married. Here we are. Your That's name's, I mean, think about the other thing, having a name like Moutre. Well, yeah. Hey, my name's Moutre. What, what's go. that name? You, you got know? 10 minutes of small chat right there. You know? Yeah. That's a, it's a good name. I drive race cars. Is that what you would say? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I'm a hot air balloon operator. My name's Moutre McLaren. <laughs> Uh, sometimes, all right. sometimes I would tell people I spell it with a, uh, Andy with an I, and they'd be like, "Really?" I'd be like, "No, no, I don't do that." Do you really do that? No, I, I did. Okay. I've, done, I've done it a few times when I was really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> when I had too much Smith Deborah. Yeah, there you go. All right, and there when we go. I was a Re- dumb idiot in my mid twenties. 
to wrap this all up, the, the website is smithdevereaux.com or sdxwines.com slash SGS. Thanks to those guys. All right, let's move on. Check in. I want to talk about that Wednesday charity challenge thing, but let's check in on Corn Ferry Tour, United Leasing and Finance, or United Leasing and Finance, as you were. <laughs> finance. 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 I'm, I'm in finance. <laughs> What is that all about? Have you ever met somebody that's... Uh, so- yeah, I have. And they're never... You, the conversation, you t- usually try to cut it short after that. Um, oh, I'm in finance. Our leader there... <laughs> leaders there at Vic National are Dowie Vanderwalt and Wes Roach. They went 64. There's Olympia Field. Wes Roach? No, no. Yeah. Dowie Vanderwalt. Let me tell you something. It was so funny. You're I, I, when, he, when you say Dowie Vanderwalt, let me tell you something. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. It's going to be the year 2050. <laughs> and the two things I know will be true. Carlton will be cutting promos for the Champions Tour. <laughs> I and Dowie, to talk Vanderwalt, about that. Dowie Vanderwalt will be posting numbers in some late summer, early fall web tour event. I don't, that will do, this is just a tradition. Every late August, September, Dowie Vanderwalt is somewhere near the top of the leaderboard on the web tour. Who did Dowie take a run at a few years ago about exemptions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh who was that? Was it Weir? He deleted it all. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Weir. All of Canada got in his ass. <laughs> yeah, I think that was right. I think it was getting it like old man, retire old man. He had a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, he had to delete it. He backtracked that quickly. So there's your United Leasing and Finance uh, update. Any other thoughts there? This is I, I love Will Knights who played uh, played college golf at nearby Evansville. Uh huh. He used to play Victoria National all the time. He came came up with one of my favorite analogies. All Mario oh, yeah. Kart fans will love it, but it, it's like playing Rainbow Road. You know. We're, so good. As soon as you miss a turn, you're just flying off into oblivion. Yep. You know, my kids got this Nintendo Switch, which is the modern one, mm-hmm. and they—it's ridiculous that you fly off. They pull you back up in like half a second. There's no punishment anymore. It's just like pillow soft setups. There's no penalty for flying off Rainbow Road or any of the roads for that matter. The participation like even, generation. Yeah, you don't even lose your place. I was yelling about it the other day. I had, so anyways, that's a great analogy. Vic Nationals, the Rainbow Road of golf, professional golf. I was uh, talking to somebody who's intimate with the golf course and I asked him about it and he goes, it's hard in all the wrong ways. So how elaborate? What does that mean? Where Just I mean, where they can they can shoot sixty four, right? Dowie uh-huh. can go out there and right. fire sixty four. <laughs> well, he could do anything. You know. He does that every August on the web tour. And yeah, I, so. I don't mean this is an insult to you, or you know, like even me. Oh, you about to like talk about my game? You know, you probably shoot one hundred and twenty out there. Yeah, and you so lose. You lose eighteen you balls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's the worst kind of hard. It's not that hard for them. And it's it's extraordinarily hard for everybody else. I get what you're saying now. Um, Okay. Elsewhere, on the uh, end of the manor swing, or the English swing, the UK championship at the old Belfry. 
Justin Walters, South African, is our leader. He shot eight under. You know what you I got... was kind of bummed about? What? We didn't talk about Westy coming back. What do you mean? I think he's at the field this week. Yeah. Did that get rained out? Overnight like suspended. Out. Yeah, there you go. Um, tied second, Joel Solholm, Scott Vincent, Benjamin Bear, and Bern Wiesberger. So the cheeseburger. Ah, it's wondering. Eh, just can't get one by on that. So that's all I got. LPGA starts Friday. Anything else on scores or results that don't matter on Friday? Eighteen hole updates as Shane Bacon likes to get angry about. I just I can't wait to watch the rest of Olympia Fields. I didn't think I would be this into it, but the fact that they've presented the golf course <laughs> in a manner that doesn't coddle to the uh, uh, all important PGA Tour pros uh, feelings has me intrigued. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about the Wednesday game. What'd you make of that charity, the the match, the half set, nine hole? Uh, I thought it was awesome. The tortoise, the tortoises versus the bears, as I used the tortoise and the bears, as, as my little cheeky joke was. It was a whitewash, right? I all, Well, I also was just astounded at what Bryson did out there. With what? The way he what? drove 10. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it hit yeah. on the fringe of 11 with like a hybrid. And then he hit it over that creek on 14. That's insane. Uh-huh. Like anybody that's played there, it's utterly insane what he did. Right. Right. It's, they they won convincingly. Yeah. And um over Max Homa and Colin Morikawa. What was the what was the deep dish debate dilemma what happened there they cut away i get we get all these messages about this i was I so bummed live. out i was so bummed out it was uh max you know he asked a question that i was so proud of you think max is just trying to kind of poke the bear oh yeah like, totally okay. okay he asked bryson he's like you're in the city of chicago i got a question is deep dish pizza the ultimate gains food or something along the line i don't know exactly how he worried it and Bryson was totally caught off guard. He and he started to go in on an answer, and they cut away for some sponsor bullshit. How could that, I was I I mean, never I was that's wa- ridiculous. I was watching the golf, and I was working on something on my computer, and I immediately like rubbernecked mm-hmm. when Max start asked the question. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And they cut out. I would love to hear more about uh, that. Max got him Is, a cut. He got him on the, on the some, par three. Was there team. something about like do it for trigger or something like that? I heard yes. there's like that one was for trigger. The dog, the the dog that wasn't alive when he won the amateur. Um, he, he got him on a par three too. <laughs> on uh, 13, <laughs> Bryce, he asked Bryce what he hit. And, he, and Bryce is like, oh, just a little nine. And he was like, you know, I mean, is it ever just like a full nine? Which is like so true. <laughs> like I, I'm totally yeah. a victim. I do the same thing. It's like right. I, if somebody asks me if it, if it's not a full nine, I, I'll always be like, oh, a little nine. Or like, you know, <laughs> I missed that one. You know, like, and he totally called Bryson out for it. It was great. Is deep dish pizza good? Have you never had it? Yeah, I used to go to Uno all the time in college. That was Uno. 
So Uno, there was an Uno on uh, near BC on Commonwealth Avenue back when that was a chain. And you know, that, be, Uno, Uno's not deep. The chain Uno is not I've, deep. I've messed around. Well, Boston, they're tough, right? It's not like a college. It's tough. If you're underage, it's tough. So we'd go to Uno and they got like a spiral notebook drink, nope, you know, with all these ridiculous drinks. And Uno was our refuge where when we were like 19, 20, we would be in Uno. I, that, that was, that's, no, I, I think I've had deep dish. I'm sure I've had it. It seems, it sounds unappealing, quite honestly. A little too filling. Just a lot of bread. Detroit-style pizza, it sounds good. It is good. I, I think you seem perplexed. You're not on board. Are you I'd, a big deep dish? I'd, Are you one of these Chicago people that swears by it? I mean, I don't order deep dish very often. I mean, it's not uh, like a, a once-a-week pizza. You know, it's not like the sure. pizza you're going <laughs> to sure. eat, like, all the time. But yeah. But what do you want when you go to pizza a chicago a great chicago like if you go to pequods granted you're gonna have to wait for like an hour and a half but if you go to pequods and get a pizza right there at the pizzeria deep dish pizza is unmatched nobody delivers pizzeria pizza like deep dish and i went to i was in detroit this year i went to the most famous detroit pizza first off a bunch of people were recommending jets this is which is yeah. like a three hundred place chain. It's like that in Chicago. That's everywhere, right? It's yeah. Jets is your best pizza. Like that'd be like me saying Domino's is the best pizza in Chicago. Like <laughs> utterly <laughs> preposterous. But um, the um, it's it's good. It's uh, you know the thing that gets over uh, gets underrated because of the deep dish pizzas like Lou Malnati's thin crust pizza I'd put up against any New York style thin crust pizza like sure. their thin crust pizza is bomb you know and that's okay. the thing that gets overshadowed a lot of times is like we just have great pizza you know okay any other thoughts on Bryson Trigger do we need to talk about that anymore no no we don't we we definitely don't did you see the 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 uh the thing My they unveiled the, the champions wall they unveiled with the Bryson with the Bryson yeah. etching. Thin Bryson. Yeah. All right. My only thing with trigger, a semi serious point. It's just a weird thing to fudge. And with no stakes. And if stakes are actually high, you have to wonder. Like, I don't know. It's just odd. Anyways. Are you suggesting uh, where there's smoke there might be? Fire. No, I'm just. I, it's just like it's not a lie on the scale of li- misremembering or just trying to put together a story that sounds nice. Lies probably too strong a word for it. But like when the stakes are nothing and it's just this fluff, I don't know. It's, it's a little. It's not great. It makes you wonder. Like when the stakes are actually high, what you know, maybe what you're. CT reading is, or your grooves, or your whatever else, or your lie in the rough, things like that. Just, just, I'm not suggesting it's the biggest crime against humanity, the trigger, you know, uh, the trigger controversy, but it, it, it may prompts you to wonder. Do you think he should have been so. DQ'd? <laughs> Thrown off the FedEx Cup yeah. for lying about a dog that wasn't alive? No, I don't. Uh, we did get. I probably shouldn't read it. Did you get that long email about the U.S. Amateur? Oh, yeah. Should we read that? Should we talk about that? I don't know. People nah. who were in that Amateur claim he should have been 
timed. I've got quite a, a bit. I've got a short fa- flashback Friday. On that? No, just on Olympia Fields. Go back okay. to the U.S. Open. It's really short. All I know is people in that amateur claim he should have been timed quite a bit and never had made the match play portion of the entire amateur if they were actually USGA was upholding time par. Seems like he got a pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's do news. Phil wins Champions Tour. I'm sure you have lots to say about that. Congratulations, it, you know, to Phil. There you go. Uh uh, I didn't watch Cameron, it. Uh, well, I don't. It was it ended before it was on. I think it might have been taped late. I didn't watch the end either way. Cameron Champ honoring Black Lives Matter on his on his cleats on his shoes this week. Uh, he obviously talked at length about it after his round on Thursday. Tiger Woods was asked about it. He did not offer much other than to say he supported the PGA Tour statement, which I thought was. Like, uh, not a statement. I don't know. Didn't say anything. Didn't offer anything. I, it was weird. I don't know that I would have. Uh, whatever. I, it was a bizarre, empty statement. But Tiger was asked about it. Cam Champ, good on him, speaking out. Um, yes. I wish more would. Uh, you know, I, I was pondering, certainly Wednesday night, if anyone would maybe go the route of the NBA players or MLB players and, and withdraw from the tournament and protest or strike. I think strikes the word they're using in the NBA, but uh, nothing, nothing approached that obviously in golf, but, but good on camp champ for certainly using his platform this week. Yeah. Great on camera champ. I think obviously uh, I'm fairly close to Kenosha, um, but yep. what happened there was an utter tragedy um, and shouldn't ha- and you know it's just another you know obviously I think it's just something that people shouldn't have to deal with really yeah so I think you know camera champ wearing those shoes I I th- I good on him I definitely you know rooting for him this week even though he had a rough first round I think it's on us and uh, the tour. And you know, I kind of gave them shit about their statement just because it it doesn't say anything. It doesn't. It, it it offers nothing. But you know, I I will give them somewhat of the benefit of the doubt, and it's on us it's on the tour to like follow up and do more than just statements and talk about it here, right? And I will kind of I think we will check in on the tour, see what they're actually doing. Hey, to, on that note, I uh, I have to offer an apology. The tour has been writing about the. Uh, the APGA tour, advocates. Oh, apology yeah. tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we yeah yeah we got angry about that on what Wednesday yeah. show. Yeah. And I I but, was uh, I was corrected. They have written some articles about what's going on there, and they're working on a larger, more substantial substantive piece on Charles Howell and his involvement. There you go. A champ, I believe, is a. Uh, veteran played on the APGA at one point or another too. Um, okay, other news: Payne's Valley event, like a Wednesday two on two. It'll be JT and Tiger and Rose and Rory out in the Ozarks. That is Tiger's. Is it Tiger's first American course? Is that yeah, a, that's first in public seen? public American. Okay, okay, that's finished. It's gone to completion here. 
uh, Payne's Valley, I believe. What do you make of this? John, Pri- Johnny Morris opening up the purse strings. Just scattering cash all over the Ozarks. I'll tell you what, um, for Tiger's design firm, what an amazing thing to start selling for yeah. why you should hire us. If you did one of these at every opening, it would... Because you might get a primetime oh, event God. with Tiger Woods playing in it. Yeah. I don't know if it's primetime. Whatever. It's It'll good, be made it's, for TV. You know, so. two million, but you're going to get in front of two million golf fans, essentially. So what's the market for that? These resort-type places, basically, I mean, it's right? a two-hour commercial. They're going to charge... I'm guessing that Tiger Woods charges 10 to $15 million to build a golf course. Okay. Interesting. So there's an angle for him. There's an angle for Johnny Morris. And if this is part of their package, I mean, you know, like the old adage was like, you know, people would hire Jack or Greg Norman or Arnie Palmer because like they'd get to go fishing with them. And, you know, you get to hang out with them twice, three times a year when they come down to the golf course (laughs) while it's being built. You know, like that's why people it's like, now like Tiger's like, oh, I'll make two site visits and we'll play this made for TV match uh at course when the course opens that is like signature design yeah the mega bundle yep yep what was the are you talking about fishing with the guy what was the wasn't it tom doug's book well how he threw the plans out of the plane window on his way over crestview who is that about it's about crestview uh and the was that faldo the, or no it's about robert trent jones oh, okay. uh, it's uh, it's the cre- it's the web stop in Wichita. Uh, yeah, unsure, I'm unsure if Robert Trent. I think it's unsure if Robert Trent Jones ever visited the site, or if he merely just dropped his plans from his plane when he was flying over. <laughs> and your story about uh, Faldo needing directions to get to the course that allegedly he built on opening yeah. day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, other news. I saw you hollering about this, the <clears throat> Sophia Popov exemption. So she wins a major championship. She gets what? A one-year exemption? Is that what the issue is? The standard is, on the is five. If you have an LP... Because she, she does had... Yeah, because card, she doesn't yeah. have an LPGA card, she gets one year. If she had a card, she got, gets five. So the guy who wins, like, Bermuda... Gets two years always, yeah. on tour. She wins the Women's Open. I mean, my favorite topic, JJ fucking Henry <laughs> got a year because he made 300 cuts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she gets one for winning a major. One year. And I see people are replying with like, well, you know, she, she's got a year. She's got a chance to in the year to get her card it's like well what if she does loses her card in two years like then the five-year exception would be nice or four years like what if she has a kid you know that's something that's real with women's golf you know what if she has a kid and she can't play then she gets you know and she comes back and doesn't play well then she's got five years Yep. It just seems yep. ridiculous that someone is being etched into the history books of women's golf and golf in general. One of the greatest Cinderella stories of all time. And she doesn't get a five-year exemption. Like, you win one of your biggest tournaments, you should get a five-year exemption, whether you were living in a cardboard box, 
you know, before the tournament or if you're a number one ranked player in the world, right? Yeah. No, I agree. It's a little, it's, 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 it's odd. The, the windfall, the perks of winning a major should be more significant than that. It's, it's just odd. And, it, and had she qualified or whatever, got out of Q school, what was it if she, what, it's two years, no? Yeah. No, okay. All right. Or the full five. Full five. If she had full gotten five, through, right? if she finished one shot higher in Q school, she gets Q the full school. five. So, and yeah. here's the thing. This rule was written and they probably were like, well, that's never going to happen. And I understand yeah. that. But, right. like, here's the thing. You wrote the rule. Just change it. So we're on this, while we're on the subject of adapting to the circumstances, maybe not uh, considered, what do you make of the Daniel Berger thing? Should he get a Masters in? Yes. He's 13th in the world. The Masters field closed, you know, the week, the normal week they would have had, or the week before, uh, according to Top 15 OWGR, the week before the April date. And now we're playing, you know, from eight, that April date to November, and nobody can get in. It's locked. You're the Masters. You, your goal, year in, year out, and they achieve it wonderfully as they put on the best golf tournament in the world. They have the yeah. best players in the world at the best Maybe. golf tournament in the world. So Daniel Berger is without a doubt one of the best players in the world and should be at that golf tournament. You know why they're also the Masters? Because their field is like 85 to 95 guys, and they keep it tight. And it might not be the best players in the world. Sometimes the best yeah. players in the world aren't there because it is. It's by invitation, and the invitations are pretty restrictive. And I don't know. You should start letting Daniel Berger in. He's 13th <laughs> in the world. I know. Next thing you know, they got to give one to Tyler Duncan. I guess he probably gets in from Sea Island. But it could be a slippery slope. They don't want to get their field p- pushing three digits. I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying to... It, yeah, it's odd. It's very odd. I kind of like the Masters just locking it in. This is what it was. This is what the 2020 Masters was going to look like in April. And this is how it's going to look like in November. It's it's counterintuitive, certainly. But uh, I kind of like it because it gives us something to holler about, too. So, Do you think they, do you think they um, are flexible? Do you think they adjust? Yeah, I think they will. What? I think they're really? going to adjust. Yeah. I have faith you think in they the Masters. and let Daniel Berger in the field. I have faith. I have faith in the Masters. They're going to do He's the right thing. He's talking a little too much about it. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't want to upset the, you know, if you're looking for a spot, an invitation. I don't know. Um, all right. Anything else? Oh, SEC plans college golf. It's our first actual, I think it's three events. has to be in the same region or against other SEC opponents. And it has to come after October. So there will be fall SEC golf, men's and women's golf. They're going to play football too, right? Uh, they're planning on it. Looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. I Golf, I know it's not a revenue sport for these colleges, but I, it seems the most workable, right? It's it's an individual sport. There's socially distanced. Like, I think it's kind of sucks that these players are having their seasons canceled. It's not a contact sport, but, you know. It's also not a revenue sport, so I guess it's easy for them to say they're not worth. They don't want to put up with the risk. Anything else you got? I got Flashback Friday. Oh, shit. Go. It's really go short. It. Sorry. It's no, go for from it. From the Fantastic. 2003 U.S. Flashback Open. Friday. that You know, everybody loves the Birdman from, from the U.S. Open. Olympic. At Olympic. At Olympia, yeah. 
they had a little bit different of an encounter with Jim Furyk on the 11th hole. Really? I don't think I remember this. A t- 2003. On Sunday, a topless woman came out and gave him roses. Furyk? Yes. What? Yeah. Why Furyk? He, she hit a topless woman, got out onto the green, and handed Furyk roses. Did and you then say it this was, was like Friday? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. So he's in the lead. That's where she was going to Okay. All right. She All had right. an advertisement for a website oh, printed on her front and back. And it turned okay. out sure. that she was uh, a porn star. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Just another day at the office. Is is it? It goes. You know, Birdman gets all the attention, but this happened in the fi- during the competition. Isn't that ridiculous? Do you remember this? I don't remember this at all. A friend of mine. A friend of mine camera. remembered this and and sent me an ESPN article. Huh. All about it. I wonder how Furyk handled it. Did he take the roses? Here's his quote. Sheepish? Was he red faced? What happened? He said, "I was definitely caught off guard." I turned around and she was already up on top of me. I just wanted to oh get, I just wanted to back off from the situation and get back to playing golf. The lady was arrested. Yeah, as one would it should be. Yeah. So then Furyk goes on to win his major championship that same got, back nine. That's unbelievable. Stage. He's trying to play golf. It's back, it's Sunday at the U.S. Open. He's in the contention, leading. He's got topless women getting in his line, running in his way. 2003. Wow. Other thing that happened, Tom Watson was like near the lead. Um, yeah. And that was right when the Bruce Edwards thing was going on. So like okay. the fans were chanting uh, Bruce, Bruce. So that yeah. was a cool moment from okay. that that U.S. Open. But that's all I got. I I hey, is, didn't have time today to dive in. I'm sort of, no, that's a great little tidbit. Is our Kelly's house on Olympic? Uh, yes, on the south course. I think it's okay. where the peeing incident occurred. Yeah, we got a tip about that. It's probably yeah, not probably uh, not a lot of good things going on. Uh, adjacent I can't remember what hole is off of on the on the south course, but it's not, not great. No. Not not a good human being at all. Uh, okay, just just figured you would know that, so you were the person to ask. Um, not asking about architecture, asking about adjacent homes. So, all right, anything else? Uh nothing else. Oh, we're, we got a T-shirt. Are we putting that on sale Friday? Yeah. Courier Cup special. I we think play to protect the points. Tees also. And tees. Tees that what? you don't think it would sell because it's got your name on them. Well, I'm just a little bashful about it. I don't want tees with my name on them going all over the uh, whatever or anywhere. They're not going to be very, you know, ubiquitous. But yeah, they have my name on them. Some of them. Says some exclamation of them are just, point. Some of them are Brandon. normal tees. Some Every time you put it in the ground, you can say, Brandon, <laughs> it's got an exclamation point on it. So there I you feel go. like they're going to be popular with anybody that's named Brendan. That's that too. So we'll have tees and a Courier Cup t-shirt. I play to protect the points uh, on uh, Friday. We'll put those up. So, All right. Everyone enjoy your Friday. You're giggling over there. Have a great weekend. We will be back with you on Monday, and uh, we'll have our net championship leaderboard all set. 
come Monday. Very, very exciting stuff.